0: Us this morning but let the righteous be glad let them rejoice before god yes let them rejoice exceedingly sing to god sing praises to his name extol him who rides on the clouds by his name yah and rejoice before him a father of the fatherless a defender of widows is god in his holy habitation god sets the solitary the lonely in families and brings out those who are bound into prosperity are you here on purpose this morning are we here to worship the god who is our father in heaven and who is for us we want to praise your name god because you are worthy and you are our awesome father
1: anybody thankful for the goodness and grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this morning? You know you woke up and it was rainy to today when you were kind of on your way overcast, but the light of Jesus Christ shines in our hearts, and, and this day is going to be an incredible day here at Stratford Heights Church of God. I want to say something really important. Happy Father's Day to all of our dads, fathers, heroes. It's an incredible day, and uh, I know that we're going to be hearing a lot about that, but we're so thankful for our dads. It's a, it's a tough job, but we're going to do it. Somebody say amen. amen. So we're so glad that you're here today. It's going to be an incredible day. I wanted to make a couple of announcements. Number one, tonight's service due to Father's Day. We won't be having service here, but yet we can still worship with our families. We can still spend time with our families and be the church with our families. And so we are asking that you guys uh, do that today. And we won't have church tonight. Also, we are fresh off a a week of, of Ohio Church of God Youth Camp. Our first week of Youth Camp was this week. It was an incredible time. You can see the tan on my face and the weariness in my eyes. You can see that a little bit. But it was an incredible week. The last night of services on Thursday night, the kids were so full of worship and praise, and the Spirit of God was falling on them, they out-worshiped the praise team, and so the praise team was tired, sweat through their clothes and stopped, and the kids kept worshiping till well into 1030, just worshiping, the Spirit of the Lord was touching them, they were praying, interceding, it was an incredible week uh, 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 in the Lord, an incredible time. And so I want to, this, this week we go into the junior high group and the week after that is the kids alive and then the younger kids the week after that. Would you help us pray for that? I'm a youth pastor. Would you just continue to ask God to pour out a spirit upon our young people and do an incredible work and get your kids there? It's nothing that's touched my life like youth camp. So make sure they get there. It'll be an incredible time. Also, out in the foyer today, we want pictures with our dads and our heroes. Families, get pictures with them and make sure there's a a setting over here where there's a warrior kind of set up there, a hero set up. And so we're thankful for that. So get a picture with your families. an incredible day. It's going to be. If you are visiting today, we want to tell you something. Today, we believe that you're home. We're so glad that you're here today. We're so glad that you're trying out Stratford Heights Church of God. And we just think with all of our hearts that this is a place that your family can get involved in. You can get involved in. You can plant deep in and produce fruit in this day, in this hour. And so we're thankful that you're here today. With I'll stop talking now. Would you get out of your seats and welcome one another into God's house this morning.
0: in your life. Know that God is a great God and He can touch you right where you are. He can touch you with the ministers praying for you down here. They're anointed to pray for you. If there's something that is bothering you, something that you need dire in your life and change, come. Come and pour out to God. Come and let Him change the situation. Come and let Him give you peace and joy because He's a great God. He doesn't desire to be bad or mean towards you. He has love. Love and grace and peace and joy and long-suffering. He's good and he's faithful. We praise his name because he's great. You give life.
2: You are love.
0: worshiping him because he's excellent in all that he does.
3: Praise you.
4: Amen. Let's let's honor the Father today. He's so wonderful and so awesome. We could give and, give and give and give and give, and we would never honor Him enough for His faithfulness, for His love. He is our Father, and He is wonderful and incredible. We are going to go and we are going to pray for the nation of Israel. We're going to pray for our country here in America today. Over the last several days, of course, I was reflecting on Father's Day. And one of the things that come to my mind is how faithful he is. How faithful he is to hear us and to be with us and to take care of us. He's incredible today as we pray. And if you have a need, would you just raise that? I know we had people come down front, but maybe you still want to be prayed for, or want to be mentioned. He is faithful to hear you. He can hear the smallest cry. He can hear a thought in your mind that just says, God, help me. He can take care of it, and he's faithful to hear you today. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for being so faithful. You are our Father. You have given us life, and God, you have not sent us out there on our own, but you are with us. And you are faithful to take care of us, God, so we cry out to you, and we give our hearts. We give our praise. We give all that we are to you to honor you and to bless your name and to thank you for being our Father Lord, we pray that you would touch the needs that would be mentioned in the house today, the hands that are up. God, you're faithful, and you know exactly what needs to happen in every situation. So we pray that you would move in them and have your way in them. God, we want to see your faithfulness. We want to see a move. And Lord, we pray for the nation of Israel. God, we don't fail to lift up that country, your chosen people, and ask that you would have your way in them. God, that you would bless them, that you would take care of them, that you would watch over them. Lord, from the north to the south, the east to west, God, that you would be in every life and every home that you would take care of Israel. Lord, we pray that you would be here in our country, here in America. Lord, that you would touch us again with revival, touch us again with a a passion for truth and for your heart, a heart that would want to please you, one that would honor you. God, we just pray that you would have your way in our hearts and our lives. And Lord, we dedicate this day to you. God, we honor our fathers, and we honor you first as Father in this service in Jesus name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Well, good morning. good morning. Oh, that sounded good. We don't
5: even have to redo that. That was good. So wonderful to have. I see back here. We have very special guests, a lot of folks here here today. If you are a father, you are a special guest in the service. I want all dads, every dad, every wannabe dad or almost dad, you know, I want you to stand up if you're here today. I know guys don't like to do this, but I want the ladies to be able to have an opportunity to honor you and to thank you. I put something on social media yesterday. It said, to us, to the world, you are a dad. To us, you are the world. We're so thankful for our fathers. Fathers are heroes. That's our theme this year. We've been talking about heroes and so many different people. Man, we could just go on all day listing the different folks in this church who have made such heroes out of their lives and and have done so much to, to bring rescue to the hearts and lives of them they love. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being a church where... There's a lot of godly men. You know, I've been to churches, many churches. Amen, that's all right. I've been to a lot of different churches where it just seemed like there ain't nothing wrong if the men aren't going to do what the ladies aren't to. Somebody say amen. But I've been to a lot of churches where there are a lot of ladies running the church. But we have a wonderful balance of godly women and godly men in our church. And I'm thankful for that. So thankful for you and very honored today to have home with us in service today, brother and sister, Larry and Sherry Carpenter, would you guys stand? We wanna honor you. We love it when you're able to come and be with us. As you know, this is the, the main dog, the athletic director of Lee University. And uh, but Brother Higgins may not know he grew up in this church. This is his home church. So uh, we, when we send them out, we send them out right. So we're, thank you for being here. You are a very honored man, not only in our denomination, but right here in this church. We love you guys, and happy Father's Day to you, Brother Larry. As we get ready, I'm so thankful for the prayers we're praying. You know, Every Sunday, we always stop and acknowledge Israel. We pray for the good of Israel, and for the peace of Jerusalem, because that's in the Scripture. The Bible says if you, if you seek the good of Israel, you'll be blessed. If you don't, you'll be cursed. We seek the good of Israel. We're also praying as we pray, we always pray alongside of the United States of America, because how many of you know, we've got to pray for our country as well, turmoil on our streets, but you know, I'm believing with all my heart, you know, there was a time when I thought, I was thinking, Lord, we're United States is just removing themselves out of the picture. And in the last days, we're just going to be non-existent. We're just not going to be, we're not going to mount to much. But I believe what's happening is that there is a, an awakening and there's a revival in the United States of America. And I believe we're going to be a part, still yet going to be a part of what God is doing in these last days. So we've got to pray for our country. Amen. We've got to pray for Israel. We have to pray for the work and the will and the purposes of God as he's accomplishing in this earth. How I many of you know he's getting ready to come very, very soon? I believe that with all my heart. Our ushers are coming to serve you, and as they do, I want to thank you for your gifts, and I want to thank you for the trust that you have in God. You know, we trust God. That's why we give. That's why we serve. That's why we get up. We have prayer, and we we read our word, and we stay focused on those things. We, We do everything we can to build up and to feed the spirit man because we trust in God. How many of you ever have found him to be there in the valley experience? how many of you ever found him to be there when you were on the mountaintop god is always with you you can trust him through the good the bad and the ugly god will always be there you can count on him somebody says well you know i don't really have anything else to do but pray i always look at him smile and i say well that's the very first and best thing you should be doing the one who made the stars the mountains the planet the one who turns the seasons every year, that's the God I want to pray. I want to go to him before I go to the bank, before I go to the boss, before I even go to my family or friends. I want to go to the one who made it all. Amen? Amen. Listen to what he says. And this is a word. I believe the Lord has given me this for you today. So I'm just going to put this away. Tuck it in your, in your pocket somewhere and take it home. It's from Isaiah chapter 45. First couple of verses. Listen to what the word says. This is for you. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him. And I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two-leaved gates and the gates shall not be shut. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gate of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Can you say amen? I don't know who exactly that's for today. It might be for all of our fathers. It might be for you sitting out there today. But I'm believing the Lord is going before you, that you're anointed, that God is going to lead you through. I'm like maze, he's going to take you through. The hindrances the obstacles that you've been going through and god is going to prove himself god of israel and god of your heart and your life you trust him amen Amen. and i thank you for your gifts today as always in our morning worship services 9 and 11 we give all of our loose offering to missions so i'm asking you not just to give an offering like we would on a regular sunday i'm asking you to meet what i consider to be needs around the world Several missionaries that we support, that we love, let's not forget them. Sometimes it can almost be that because we do this so regularly that we just kind of mundanely put a couple of bucks in. I want you to think about your gifts to missions. I want you to think about what we're doing, pray about what you do for missions. You're always great to meet the need. And this church rises up for every occasion that we call to your attention Well, I'm calling you to a Sunday offering for missions, and I'm asking you to consider and think about it, pray about what you would give today and not just give just, you know, carelessly, if that's the right word. Let's give intentionally. Father, we come to you. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, that Lord, we are blessed that you have given us provision that you take care of us, and God, you direct and order our steps. We honor you today. I praise you and thank you for our opportunity to bless missions all around the world. Thank you for those folks that are depending on us, for Lord, we will not fail. Lord, in our responsibility, I pray that you will touch us today. Let our gifts be significant. Let them be intentional, and let your work around the world be done as we are part God, doing what we can, in Jesus' name, amen. As the ushers are get, serving you now, and the choir's getting ready to come, I want to make special introduction to our guest today. It's Father's Day, and I was praying about who could, we, who could come and speak for Father's Day. I thought that I would do it. Then it just dropped down in my heart that, hey, I should just take a shot. I should just just send a, send a signal out there. And I asked our administrative bishop of Ohio, Brother Les Higgins, if he might be available. And immediately it worked. And I knew that and I began praying for him and I've been asking the Lord to use him today. And I'm so excited that he's here. Of all the places he could be away from his own family on Father's Day, then I am so appreciative of his time and of him coming to be with us. I want you to help welcome our administrative bishop, Brother Les Higgins, before he comes and the choir sings. Would you do that? Brother Higgins, thank you for being with us. We honor you today. Amen.
0: We're gonna be praising God. You can stand and worship with us still if you'd like, or you can sit and worship quietly. But the Lord is gonna be here this morning. Well, he already is here this morning. I like this song, and I, I just want to um, say something. When we get to this bridge, this is one of my favorite parts of this song. It talks about every high thing shall come down, every stronghold shall be broken. That I think everybody thinks that might be the same thing. It's not. Every high thing that shall come down is you bringing down those high thoughts that you put above God, and it's... We are worshiping God above all things. That's the way it should be. When we when we knock down what things we put before God, then He's able to break the strongholds in our life. It goes in that order. It's yes, He can do miraculous things, but when we have to do our part, you have to keep your mind focused on Him and not be thinking and letting it go off wherever you want it to go. You have to worship Him and recognize that he's above all. And then he's going to break the strongholds in your life that bind you up where you can't be where you need to be with him. So it's, it's a, strong, uh, a challenge is what I'm trying to say. It's a challenge. Let's put God first. Let's knock down the thoughts that we keep putting before him. Let's knock down the things that we keep putting in our life before him. Let's put him first. He's our father. Let's honor him
2: above all things. You are always fighting for us, Heaven's angels all around. My delight is found in knowing that you wear the victor's crown. You're my help and my defender. You're my savior and my friend. By your grace I live. At the mention of your greatness, in your name I will bow down. In your presence, fear is silent, for you wear the victor's crown. Let your glory fill this temple, let your power over.
6: And the exciting part of that is Is that the scripture says Because he overcome, we overcome We share in that victory today. We didn't earn it. We've done nothing to deserve it. But he fought and won victory for us. And today, because of him, we are more than conquerors. Isn't that good news today? Give him good praise. Give him good praise this morning. Father, we love you. We worship you today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You may be seated what a distinct and honor it is for me today to be at Stratford Heights and to be here on Father's Day. And let me join others who have been in this pulpit already and say to all of our fathers here today, Happy Father's Day. This is a special day for us and and I commend you for the good job you do when you're home with your children. It's a privilege today to be in this church. It's always good to come here. Uh, I don't know if I should say this publicly because I don't want to offend anybody in the state of Ohio. But Donna and I have discussed on a few occasions if we live close enough to Middletown, we would be at that church often because we love you. We thank God for you. Thank God for this church, and I'm especially grateful for your pastor. I'm thankful so much for... Pastor Ray Phillips, and what a blessing he is to me. And I know he leads well, and I know that he's taking you to a good place. It's a delight to be here on a day to honor heroes. I recognize that there are some today who will say that there is a, a, a lack of heroes in this world. That. Uh, that we just don't have heroes like we used to have heroes. I remember uh, growing up in school and being taught uh, things about our forefathers and we elevated those men to hero status and I think rightfully so. George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, military leaders like General Eisenhower and so many others, those were heroes to us. As a little boy, I, uh, I had heroes, I, uh, uh, as a sports fan and growing up in the part of the world that I grew up in, uh, men like Roger Staubach and Nolan Ryan, those were heroes of mine. Uh, I, 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 was, uh, I was a fan of Superman, I'm talking about the real Superman, not, not, the, not the fake one that's been in movies in recent years, but the real Superman. I mean, Superman that uh, could leap tall buildings with a single bound. Stop a speeding locomotive. Stand there while the, the bad guy emptied his pistol and fired all of those bullets and they just bounce off of Superman's chest. That was a hero of mine. Until one day I paid attention to that opening scene of every show and I noticed that Superman didn't flinch when the bullets were fired but when the bad guy threw the pistol at him, he dodged. You need to think about that for just a moment. I, I, I don't know for sure that Superman was, was the kind of guy needed for a hero. Well, the world may be lacking, they think, in heroes, but I, I think they're probably looking in the wrong place. The fact of the matter is today there are many heroes in this world and many of them are in this room today. Men and women who fight a good fight. Men and women who serve faithfully where they're called. Men and women who make a difference in their world and make a difference in the lives of people. And I'm convinced today that one of the ways that a true hero is determined is by the fruit they produce. And more than that, by the fruit that remains even after they're gone. And that's what I want to call your attention to today. And I want us to look at the book of Genesis, chapter 25. Genesis, the 25th chapter, beginning at verse 24. Genesis 25, verse 24. I have a new Bible, and uh, that means it hasn't been broken in good, so I've got to work harder to find the right page. Verse 24 of Genesis 25. So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment all over, so they called his name Esau. Afterward, his brother came out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them, so the boys grew. And Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field, but Jacob was a mild man, dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with that same red stew, for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, Sell me your birthright as of this day. And Esau said, Look, I am about to die, so what is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, Swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. In the book of John chapter 15 verse 16 Paraphrasing, Jesus said it was His will for us that we bear fruit and that our fruit should remain. Let's think about that this morning in regard to the story of Jacob and Esau. And let's talk about heroes today who have fruit that remains. Father, would you accomplish in this service today your will? You understand today full well our need and I'm convinced that this service has been designed so that every one of those needs can be ministered to and met. I pray that you will touch the worship, the music, all that's been done along with the word that's about to be preached and let it pierce our hearts and affect and change our lives. And let us be more like you as a result of this day. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen and amen. Let me begin my message today by asking a question. I'll come back to this question today at the end of my sermon and ask it one more time. I'm wondering in this room today, what are the things in your life right now that you are giving yourself to that will be around 100 years from now? What are the things in your life right now that you're giving yourself to that will be around 100 years from now? We live in a very mobile, constantly changing culture and society. There's very little permanent in this world today. Very little that we buy is considered permanent. Very little that we do is considered permanent. And and in reality, not much of what we are do we think about today as being permanent. It seems to me, though, that the more things change, the more important it becomes that some things remain the same. I'm not the kind of guy who is constantly critical of tradition. Tradition has become a negative word to so many people, but I believe one of the problems in our world today is the lack of tradition, the lack of appreciation of things being the same. I believe that there are some things in our world that we need to be able to go to and see them as landmarks. We know that this is how it's always been, and we're confident that that's how it's always going to be. Family traditions are so vital. I I, I love my family, and I'm I'm looking forward to this evening. Um, Chris has been out of town with her work, but she's making a point to fly in later this afternoon, and, and we'll celebrate Father's Day together, and that's an important time for us. And I look forward to those opportunities when as a family we can come together and perhaps do things that wouldn't matter to anybody else and would not seem that important to anyone else. But because it's us and because it's our tradition, it means the world. And in a constantly changing world, being able to come back and kind of circle in on something that's familiar and important is very valuable to me. In the book of John, John said that we have been chosen by God, that God had placed His hand upon us and redeemed us and, and ordained us and called us to bear fruit for His sake. We were ordained by God to bear fruit for the sake of God. But it's not just the fact that we've been called to bear fruit, but God, Jesus said in John that It's important that that fruit remain, that it be constant, that it always be there. Many today in our world are changing eternal things for things that pass away. We give our time and our energy. We give every bit about us to those things that appear urgent. And we ignore those things that are truly important. That's the story that I read to you from Genesis today. You see a man who has a physical need. He's tired. He's weary. He's hungry. He's at the, the, the point of being famished. And he, he recognizes that that answer to his need is in front of him. But because of that need in his body, he is willing to sell his birthright to satisfy the hunger that his body is experiencing at that time. Esau traded his birthright for a bowl of soup. You and I today must not be guilty of committing the same sin and being so overcome and overwhelmed with what we think is necessary now and forget those things that really matter and those things that will last for eternity. What is some fruit today? That is fathers, and, and I believe that this message today transcends fathers and goes to all of us. What are those things today that we give ourselves to that will be around and will last throughout eternity? Well, in the little bit of time I have, let me just say quickly that I believe the godly example that we set for our family produces fruit that will remain for eternity other than our relationship with God. There is nothing in this world that should be more important to us than family. I love my job. I love ministry. I love the church. I've given my life to serving in these capacities but I'm not ashamed to tell you that there's something more important to me than my ministry. There's something more important to me than my church and the most important thing other than my relationship with God is my family. I am called to be a husband and a father and I've Given myself to that, and it appears to me that it's the family that seems under the direct assault of the enemy today. Much of the problems in this world are a result of the family being under the attack of the enemy. Divorce is high. We've developed an attitude in marriage. If it doesn't work, we'll just divorce. If it doesn't feel good, we'll just do something else. We see the rebellion of children and children refusing to show respect to their elders. We see abuse in the home, physical, mental. We see the neglect that comes as a result of this. We see couples living Separately going their own way and not recognizing the scripture said, A man shall leave his father and cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one we live in a time when the family has no time for each other we live under the same roof but there's never time spent together i believe something has to be done somebody in the family has got to stand up today and say there is nothing in our world that more important that is more important than the relationships that we have as a family. I'm convinced that there will be. Go ahead and give praise to God today. I'm sorry. I don't think there could be any greater joy than for a father or a mother to lead their children to Jesus Christ and to bring that family into union with the Lord where the church is not the enemy but the church becomes a part of the family where the things of God are not an enemy but we delight in serving God as a family. It has always disturbed me when I've seen people in ministry lose their home and they blame the ministry as As the reason for that, when all the time I'm convinced ministry is not an enemy, but ministry must become an ally. And we work together for the common good and the common purpose of uniting the kingdom and building the kingdom and pleasing the Lord. When I look at Abraham, Abraham, a man of great faith, Abraham, a man known as the father of Israel. Abraham, that man who was willing to leave his home and by faith go to a land that God would reveal to him. but yet- When God is speaking of Abraham, read it in Genesis chapter 18. God is having a conversation with someone. Evidently, he and the members of the Trinity are discussing Abraham. What is it that God commends Abraham for? He doesn't talk about Abraham's faith. He doesn't talk about Abraham being the patriarch of a great nation, but he talks about Abraham being a good father. He talks about Abraham commanding and taking care of his home. I'm convinced today that it matters to God. And hear me today, Father, you may or may not be able to leave your children great riches and wealth. You may or may not be be able to leave your children the things that this world considers to be important but if you can leave your children a godly example if they can look back in years to come and say my father loved the Lord and he loved us that is the example today of fruit that remains for eternity well give good praise to the Lord in this house today. But not only today am I looking at something like a godly example, but there is a word that just rings loud in my mind today when I think about fruit that will remain forever, and it is the word influence. The dictionary defines the word as the capacity to have an effect on the character, the development or the behavior of someone or something. The capacity to have an effect, the capacity to make a difference, the capacity to make an impact on the life of someone. That's what influence is all about. I look at a great story in the Bible that points out this fact one day when Cain had killed his brother and he's approached by God about the incident and the the question that Cain poses to God, am I my brother's keeper? I will answer that question for Cain today. The answer is a resounding yes. We are our brother's keeper. Whereas I recognize all of us are free moral agents. I recognize that everybody who walks this earth today can make decisions for themselves. I also recognize the decision they make can be heavily influenced by my example, by my involvement, by my input in their lives. I am not an island unto myself. I don't just walk through life and it affects no one else. The fact is somebody is watching me today. Someone's paying attention to me today. And here's the thing that you need to hear. Someone is watching you and someone is paying attention to you. I know it's a cliche in some places but it reminds remains the truth today many of us we are the only Bible that some people will ever read and I'm asking you the question what do they see when they see you? What do they hear when they hear you? How were they influenced by your life and by your testimony? The fact is today I'm convinced that there's far greater influence being exhibited by the way we live than by the way we speak. I know that I can say one thing and live another way. I can say something but yet my life does not back up the words that I'm using. And I believe it's my lifestyle that will always trump my speech. I want to make sure today that I walk the walk. That I don't practice one thing in the church and something else in the community. That I'm not one person in the pulpit and another person in my home. I want to know that my life represents God. I want to know that my life is lived in such a way that people around me, that I don't even know, that I don't even recognize, that I'm not even aware that they're paying attention. But when they see me. They see something that will influence their life in a positive way. I want to, and I, this may be naive, I, I don't know for sure that it'll happen exactly like this, but I would like to think that one day when we get to heaven that there will be people that will come up to us that we may not have even known in this world but they're going to say I was watching you. I watched you. I paid attention to you I saw you in that difficult place I saw you in that hard area of your life and the way you responded and the way you behaved and the way you reacted influenced my life to serve God oh let us be that kind of people today that live our life in a way that he is represented well I want to be a positive influence In this world. And then finally this morning. I believe when we think about fruit that remains. Fruit that will be around for eternity. We think about that godly example we set for our family. We think about living lives of influence. But I believe there must also be a genuine devotion to our God. Devoted to our God I recognize there are many things we must give ourselves to in this life. I'm I'm not crazy. I recognize you've got to live your life. You've got to go to work every day. You've got to pay your bills. You've got to meet responsibilities. Those things are a part of this life. But nothing changes the fact that in all things we are devoted to God. Our highest allegiance is to God. Our greatest praise will always go to God. It's a simple fact. There's only one life and it will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. That's what we're taught in God's Word. I want to know that when I come to the end, I'm not meaning to be morbid, but the fact is we are limited In our existence, the Bible says, it's appointed unto man once to die. I don't like to think about that. I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to die. I recognize that that's not something any of us look forward to, and that's not something most of us spend much time thinking about. But the truth is, every one of us in this room today will one day leave this world and All that will matter at that moment is our devotion to God. At that moment, it will not matter the position or title we held in this world. At that moment, it will not matter the things that we accumulated and gained in this life. All that will matter at that point is were we right with God. And that's why today, even on Father's Day, I want to make sure that my priorities are in line. I want to make sure that I know that above all, God is Lord of my life. I believe that too many of us have not recognized the value and the importance of going a step further from Jesus being our Savior. Now, I recognize today that when I say that, it all of a sudden kind of raises a little flag in our minds. What can be more important than that? Well, I'm not going to say more important. But what I am going to say in connection to the fact that Jesus is your Savior, it's vital in this world that Jesus be our Lord. It's important that we recognize today he's not just the one that gets us to heaven. But he wants to rule and reign in our lives today. And he wants to be Lord of our lives. I want to know him today as my Savior. But I want to commit to him today as my Lord. And give genuine devotion to God. Because I believe that will produce fruit that will remain for eternity. Now let me wrap up by just asking you one more time in your own life today. Thinking about all the things you give yourself to. The way you spend your time. The way you spend your money. The things that occupy your attention. The things you're dreaming and thinking about all the time. What of those things? will be here 100 years from now. I present to you today that a hero thinks about that. I present to you today that that's really all that matters. I'm not interested today in giving my life for things that die when I do. I want to know. That I'm giving myself to those things that will live long after I'm gone. Legacy. Fruit that remains. Would you bow your heads with me please? Father, we come to this moment, this time of Father's Day. We celebrate fatherhood. We celebrate men who love their family, who give themselves day after day for the good of their family. Work hard. Do right. Serve well. Thank you for these people. Thank you for these men. But at this moment of Father Day, Father's Day, let us us not just honor hard work. Let us not just honor commitment, but let us pay attention to legacy. Let us pay attention to fruit that we've been ordained to bear. And we've been instructed to produce that will remain long after we're gone. Today, would you touch our hearts? Would you prick our spirits? And would you help us to recognize the value of things very important? Today, by the power of your Spirit, by the power of your Spirit, would you help us to prioritize our lives, to give ourselves to things that matter, to pay attention to what really counts. Today, by the power of your Spirit, accomplish your purpose in our lives, we praise you for it. I want to ask you if you would to stand with me all across this room. I think we have time this morning to pray together. Would you just reach over and I I don't I don't want this to be awkward for anybody, but if 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 the father of the home is close by, would you just Kind of reach over and maybe put your hand on him and pray for him today. Wives, pray for your husbands and children, pray for your fathers. Could we just pray together right now all across this building? Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you for men of God. I thank you for men of God who get up early every day, who work hard and who serve you well. I thank you, O Lord, for men of God who live lives worthy of emulation. I'm asking you today to touch them and strengthen them. The pressures and the attacks are great against them. But today, in the name of Jesus, I just pray for new strength, for new energy. I pray for fresh anointing. I pray, Father, that you will anoint fathers in this building today to be men of God, to be heroes in their family. I pray today, God, that as you anoint preachers to preach, as you anoint singers to sing and teachers to teach, I pray that today you will anoint fathers to lead and that men will take their rightful place of serving and leading and being godly examples in their home and in their community. Bless my friends today. Strengthen with the strength of the Lord. Do it today, I pray, for the glory of God. We celebrate the fact today that you allow us to serve in this role. We bless your name, and we give praise to you, Jesus. We give praise to you, Lord. Would you just offer up good praise to Jesus one more time? Hallelujah.
5: Did you enjoy that message this morning? Wasn't that challenging to our hearts? Every father, we honor you and we bless God and thank God for you. You know, it's, it's amazing the way that he touches your heart. You know, what I loved about the story of David is that God said that David, imperfect as he was, was a man after God's heart. That's, that's the ticket. That's what makes a dad that's a real dad. It doesn't take, it isn't biology that makes a dad. It's the heart that makes a dad. So that we want, we challenge. And boy, to have that heart of God, that remains long. After, boy, I've just taken notes. I've already got next Sunday morning's message. I'm going a different direction now. What a, what a wonderful message. I love what he said when he said, I don't wanna live for things that will die when I die. I wanna live for things that will remain, things that are valuable, treasurable, and important. God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing with us and being with us on Father's Day. Enjoy your day. We want you to enjoy your family. Part of what we do and recognizing the family is so important is that we we will not be meeting here tonight as they mentioned, but we want you to be together. Wives, cook the best meal. Dads, you get the remote control all day, all day, and we want you to be blessed by your family. Kids, take care of mom and dad, especially love on dad today, amen? God bless you. We love you.